Kool-Aid. Come on, somebody. I love it when the Holy Spirit confirms his word. What about you? Amen. I tell you, these last few nights here, it's been absolutely awesome. And from our leadership uh, on Monday night, uh, I'm telling you, God is doing some things here. But I sense a spirit of expectancy. Amen. Can, can I hear a praise of expectancy tonight? Wow. Amen. We're going to jump right into the word because the atmosphere is conducive for miracles. I really sense this tonight, and I feel like we're in a stretching season. Tell somebody, you're in a stretching season. Oh, God, I should have bought a rubber band tonight. Come on, somebody. Amen, because God's stretching some of us, and he's stretching our faith. Praise God, because we don't go to the next level. We grow to the next level, all right? Amen. First Kings chapter 17, a familiar text to most of us tonight. Amen, and we may borrow from First Kings chapter 18, um, but it's all in the text tonight. And we're going to be dealing with somewhat miracles, as he mentioned, amen, in the presence of God. It always breeds miracles. Praise God. I, I just sense God's up to something wonderful tonight. First Kings chapter 17. You have it. Shout amen. Well, I like it. Y'all stand for the word. Come on. Amen. First Kings chapter 17 and verse 1. And Elijah the Tishbite, who was in the, of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years. Amen. But according to my word. And, and the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Get thee hence, and turn thee, amen, eastward, and hide thyself by the brook Cherith. Amen. That is before Jordan. And it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook, and I've commanded the ravens to feed thee there. Praise God. So he went, and he did according to the word of the Lord, for he went and dwelt by the brook chariot, amen, that is before Jordan. And the ravens bought him bread and flesh in the morning and bread, amen, and steak tips in the evening. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And he drank of that brook. And it came to pass, wow, amen, that the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. Verse 8 says, And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Arise and, and, and get thee to Zarephath, which belongeth to Zidon. Now keep that in mind, because I'm going to revisit that. I found something out in my study, amen, about Zidon that we all need to know. And dwell there, and I've commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. Now isn't it something? God provision comes in many ways. Now, you would have thought that, you know, if he told the prophet to go to Zarephath, amen, I got a rich woman there. <laughs> but he sent him to a woman that's on disability. Hello. Now, come on, y'all, help me. Now, had I gone, had I gone, amen, to Zarephath, I would have been looking for a sister that drives a Lexus. Hello. Don't laugh at me. You would, too. Or a Mercedes. Come on now. Amen. What if God sent you to the hoopty house? Tell somebody there's a miracle at the hoopty house. <laughs> oh, y'all looking at me like we're really in a stretch now. It's about to get serious. Come on, somebody. Amen. Verse 10 says, so he arose and he went to what? Zarephath. And when it came to the gate of the city, behold, a widow woman was there gathering, amen, of sticks and he called unto her and said, fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. 
And as he was going, amen, as she was going to fetch it, he called her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thine hand. And she said, As the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in the barrel, amen, and a little oil in the cruise. And behold, I'm gathering two sticks that I may go in and dress it for me and my son that we may eat and die. Somebody say the last supper. Come on, somebody. For real. Praise God. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not. Amen. Go and do as thou hast said, but make me, amen, the little cake first, and bring it unto me, and after make thee, amen, for thy son. Uh, for thus said the Lord God of Israel, the baler mill shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of wall fail until the day that the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. And she went, and she did accordingly, amen, to the saying of Elijah, and she and he in her house did eat many days, amen. And the church said, amen. I need you to look at somebody and tell them, my drought days are over. Look on the other side and tell them, I'm coming out of my drought. Come on, somebody. Let's pray. Father, I thank you tonight that you call us back to this place. You've assigned us here for such a time as this. And Holy Spirit, I pray that you'll anoint these lips of clay. Somebody in this room is going through a dry season and they need to hear a word from you. I thank you right now, Holy Ghost. Amen. Do what you do best. Show up and show out. Amen. In Jesus' name. And everybody shouted amen. Come on, on your way down, look at another neighbor. That one's tired of looking at you. Look at another one and say, neighbor, your dry season is over. Now praise him on your way down. Would you do that? Amen. I tell you, this word is burning and resonating in my spirit, and I feel like I've got to deliver it to you tonight because some of you showed up and you pressed your way here tonight. This was not a scheduled service. Come on now. Amen. But how many know it was ordained of God? Praise God. And I want to encourage you, especially, amen, coming through this pandemic and still dealing with and just about the time we think it's just about over, my God, we hear of an uptick again and we're wondering what in the world is going on. But how many know God is still God and he's king over COVID? Come on, somebody. How many believe that tonight? I believe it. Amen. Praise God. But if you're not careful, amen, as you walk with God, it makes no difference how long you've been a Christian and how long you've been in the church. Everybody's going to experience some dry seasons. Amen. And don't feel bad and don't you feel like you're not saved and you're not a Christian because you're going through a dry season in your life. It happens to everyone. I can take you from Moses. I can take you to Elijah. I can take you, my God, to just about every prophet that God used went through a season. Come on now. Where they felt like giving up and they felt like that the hand of God was not on their life. And if you keep walking with God, there will be days that you will get up and you'll wonder if you... Hey, am I really saved? But how many know this is not predicated on feelings? Because sometimes you don't feel saved. Hello, but you know you are. Come on now. Amen. But in this text, this is such a powerful text because I don't have a lot, amen, of history to give you about Elijah. He just shows up and pops up in the scripture. We don't know who his father is. We don't know who his mama is. Come on, somebody. Praise God. We don't know his background. We don't know anything about his ancestors. The only thing we know that he's a prophet of God and he shows up. Ladies and gentlemen, I believe in this last day that God's not going to use men 
men and women of fame, but men and women of flame. We're the fire of God. Come on, somebody. Because oftentimes we run and we chase after and we embrace famous people. But God is saying, I can raise you up out of nowhere and use you in this last hour. How many want to be used, amen, in the kingdom of God? Amen. Some of you made up in your mind that I'm not just coming to church because it's Sunday or Wednesday. I really want to be used of God. I know there's a mission and a mandate attached to my life. Come on, somebody. Amen. And some of you realize that you were born for what you're doing right now. I want you to shout it with me. I was made for more. Come on, say it so the devil can hear you. I was made for more. And yeah, you've been through some things. Yes, you've been down, but you're on your way back up. Somebody praise him in the house tonight. Amen. Praise God. Now, there's just a few points that I want to share with you tonight as it relates to this particular text. Amen. Concerning dry season, everybody is going to go through a drought one time or another. But how many know you don't have to stay there? Uh, just look at your neighbor, hunt them, wake them up and tell them you don't have to stay in that drought. Amen. If they're asleep, hit them again. Come on. Praise God. Don't slap them. Hit them. Come on. Amen. Praise God. Now, when you look at the word drought, it's, it's just a simple word that simply means, amen, dryness, emptiness. It can mean famine, desolation, destruction. Praise God. It means dry and thirsty place. Come on now. Amen. I mean, uh, it's desert ground. It's a place of dryness. And if we walk with God, amen, and we don't always feel like we're on a high high. Come on now. How many know sometimes we have some low lows? It comes with the territory, amen? You can still serve God, not just on the mountaintop. You can still praise God in the valley. Come on. Do I have any valley praisers in here? Oh, now, if you learn to push through and press through, through your moments of drought, that's when you know that the hand of God is upon your life. Amen. This, this prophet shows up in the scripture, and he begins to prophesy. Now, listen, his assignment is, amen, is to confront a wicked king and a, amen, and a wicked witch. Hello. Praise God. Read the book. Amen. Praise God. Y'all all right? I said witch. Come on, somebody. <laughs> They'll get it later on. <laughs> but she's wicked. Amen. And, and, and so look what happened. You all right? <laughs> okay. He said, yeah, I'm with you. All right. Come on, Bo. Help me out. <laughs> My man. Praise God. And so here's what happens. Ladies and gentlemen. Amen. He confronts them. Amen. Ahab. Amen. Which is a, a, a weak leader. And Jezebel is controlling him. And she confronts them and says, thus says the Lord. God gave me a word to give to you all. That it's not going to rain for three years, amen, and six months because, amen, I said so. Isn't that something? Look at the boldness of this prophet. Praise God. And so now right after he prophesies, amen, the Lord commands him to go to the brook called Cherith, which means cut or broken. He goes to a broken place or a place that's cut. Now listen to this. After a while, amen, after he's being sustained, praise God, by a raven, everything is going real well. Amen. And my God, he's gotten comfortable. Come on now. But then after a while, the brook dries up. Now he's starting to experience, listen, don't miss this, the drought that he prophesied about. How many know you got to be careful what you say? Because <laughs> you may end up, come on, yeah, 
Praise God. Now he prophesies a drought and now he ends up in a drought because now the brook has dried up. Praise God. Amen. And now he's, you know, he's no longer comfortable, but he's been living a comfortable life. Research says it's been probably two years that he's at the brook getting a free lunch. Come on now. Amen. Not meals on wheels, but meals on wings. Come on. That's the best I can do. <laughs> Amen. The raven is bringing it every day. But now God pushes him out of his comfort zone. And that's where I want to challenge some of you. My first point tonight, coming out of your spiritual drought is you've got to get rid of your comfort zone. Uh-oh. See, I didn't get no help right there. Y'all was clapping a while ago. You're like, no, don't mess with my easy chair. Come on, I'm about to turn your easy chair over. Come on, or I'm about to kick the crutches out from under you. Come on, amen, so that you can lean and depend on God. So, so if you're not careful, ladies and gentlemen, amen, you become passive in your pain. You learn how, amen, to function in your bondage. Come on, because it, it's a comfortable place. How many of us sitting in here, we really know that God has more for us, but we are comfortable where we are? Oh, I don't have time to work there, but I probably need to spend a little time there. Just as long as I'm making it, just as long as I'm an average Christian, come on now, amen, I'll be all right. You know, oftentimes God pushes us to the limit because when we get comfortable, we stop growing, we stop fasting, we stop praying, we stop, come on y'all, we stop seeking the face of God. Sometimes we stop going to church. Hello. And you know what? Yes, we were all in a transitional period, and we were all navigating through here, and we needed uh, our steps to be ordered by the Lord. But listen, amen, you know, if they open up, come on now, the malls, amen, the church is still open, and why are some people still at home, and they won't come to the house of God? It's because you've gotten comfortable. Come on, you want to hear the word in bed with your PJs on. Come on, amen. Get your butt out of bed and get to church. Can you say amen? Woo! Praise God. Well, I can hear the word at home, and I can just turn on, amen, uh, live stream, and, and thank God for live stream. But at the end of the day, there's nothing like community. We can touch one another, amen. We can pray for one another, and we forsake not the assemblies. Don't y'all make me preaching here tonight, amen, of ourselves together. We need one another. I need to see your smile. Come on, somebody. I need to see you, amen, worshiping and praising God. Amen. Amen. I need to see, amen, all 32 or 22 or two. And if you don't have teeth, just gum them for Jesus. <laughs> but I need to see your smile. Can you say amen? Amen. Just look at somebody and tell them it's time to leave your comfortable place tonight. Amen. You're in this church tonight and maybe you're experiencing a drought. What does that mean? A shortage. Okay, and listen, it may not be a shortage of water tonight. It may be a shortage in a relationship. It may be a shortage in your marriage. It may be a shortage in your ministry. It may be a shortage in your money. Come on now. It may be a shortage in your health. But wherever there's a shortage, there's a drought. 
Come on, don't miss this. This is important. Amen. Uh, and maybe, ladies and gentlemen, that God has sent us here, amen, to tell you, amen, that your spiritually dehydrated days are over. Come on, somebody. Amen. That God's getting ready to breathe fresh wind and fresh air into your lungs. Come on. Amen. Your drought days are over. Come on. Somebody shout, I'm on my way out. And rain is coming. Can you say amen? Come on, go ahead and give him a 10-second praise. Woo! The Bible said to everything there is a season. And yes, you've gone through your season of drought, but thank God there's a new season that's about to come. Amen. And rain. Somebody shout, I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. Hallelujah. Praise God. And so now his brook dries up. And here's what happened to most Christians. When our brook dry up, we're sitting there crying, amen, and we're saying we're arguing with God. Well, Lord, I thought you sent me to the brook. He did send you to the brook. Well, if you sent me to the brook, why did you allow the brook to dry up? Because he's done with you there. Uh-oh, can I say that again? Just because your brook dried up doesn't mean that God's through using you. He just said, I bought you there only for a season. Come on now. Amen. I told you to pitch a tent and not to build a house there. And too many of us are building tents or building houses where God told us to pitch tents. Come on now. Amen. You, 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 you're building your home by the brook. Come on, you've gotten so comfortable. Lord, have mercy. Amen. Uh, you, I mean, you, you hung curtains there by the brook. Some of y'all done laid a carpet at the brook. What's up with that? That's not your destiny. Amen. But after a while, the brook dried up. Look at somebody and tell them God dried it up so he can push you to the next level. Oh, come on. And some of y'all are mad. Oh, God. Amen. I don't know why you would allow this job to end because God says, I got a better one for you. Come on, somebody. Praise God. Some of y'all, amen, didn't think that you could make it without that individual. Praise God. And you know what? Now they walked out of your life and God's about to send somebody new in your life. Y'all ought to be jumping and shouting right about now. Amen. Praise God. And God says, I got something better for you. Amen. You are made for more. Don't settle where you are. Look at somebody and tell them, don't settle where you are. Arise and go to Zarephath. It, it means, amen, melting a furnace. Isn't that something? He goes from a cut and a broken place to a smeltering furnace. Oh, God. Wow, God, are you sure you're leading me? Have you ever heard from God and then you question God at the same time? I need to talk to real people in here tonight. God, you mean to tell me I'm going to leave a brook and now you're telling me to find a widow that's about to die? Now, come on, most of us would have missed God. We're like, no, I'm not coming to your house. You don't have but one meal left. But oftentimes, God allows that to happen so that he can get all the glory. Oh, let me say that again. Amen. Oh, you better hear what I'm saying. He, listen, amen. He needed food, but she needed faith. And every now and then, God will let the giver and the receiver switch places. 
Come on. Because you can't give without receiving. And you can't, listen, receive unless you humble yourself. Amen. And be too proud to ask. Sometimes God's got a blessing waiting on you, but you're too proud to ask. Because you don't want nobody to think that you don't ever have any needs. Come on, boo. You need help. Come on, somebody. And how many know it's all right to cry out for help if you need help? Woo! And so now, amen, he arrives and he goes to Zarephath. And the Bible says, amen, it's by Zidon. Amen. So I looked that up. So what's, what's the significance of Zidon? Zidon is where Jezebel's daddy lived. Woo! Yeah, that's what I said. Now, you're going into Jezebel's backyard. That's like sticking your hand in a snake pit. Come on, somebody. But how many know God knows how to protect you? Woo! From enemies. Come on, somebody. Sometimes that you don't even know you have. And sometimes you didn't realize, amen, how, how, how lethal they were until after God bought you out of a situation. Oh, somebody know what I'm talking about. Sometimes you go through something that's so detrimental, amen, and, and horrific, and you don't know how bad the storm is until after you come out of it. And then you look back and say, wow, I went through that, amen. But the testimony is, I survived it all. Come on. My God, I feel something moving right now. That's why some of your praise is different from the rest. Because some of you OD'd on drugs. You woke up not knowing where you were. But God saved your life. Come on, somebody. And every now and then, when you get to church, you got to worship God. And that's why you can't sit by nobody that look at you like you lost your mind. Woo! Tell somebody, I got a reason to praise God. Look on the other side and tell them, I've got to praise God. He's been good to me. Come on, somebody. Whoa, I wore the wrong shoes. I should have worn my Nikes tonight so I could run. Can you say amen? Praise God. I'm telling you, I feel the Holy Ghost in this house tonight. Some of us are here because God spared our life. And you woke up in a place not even knowing where you were. And God broke the spirit of addiction off of your life. Come on, somebody. And now you got to praise him. Have God ever done anything wonderful for you? Well, I want you to praise him. Have God ever bought you out of anything? Well, I want Have God ever healed your body? Well, I want you to praise. Have God ever delivered anybody? Then praise him. Woo. Come on, let's think about 60 seconds right now. I feel a praise. I feel a shift in here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My, my. Thank you, Lord. You can be seated. And so now, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, amen. Amen. He goes there and God sustains him through the widow, through a woman that's gathering sticks. Praise God. And so he notices her. And there were many widows in that day. Jesus even gives the analogy. Amen. And he tells the story. He retells the story over in Luke. He said there were many widows in Elijah's time. Amen. But God sent him to the one of Zarephath. Can you say amen? There she was gathering sticks. Amen. To bake the last cake for she and her son. And she says after this. 
were going to die. But she ran into destiny. Have you ever felt like it was over for you, but then God allowed you to meet the right people at the right time? Go, oh, come on. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Praise God. I want you to take, amen, about 10 seconds and praise God for putting the right people in your path. Come on, somebody. And now I want you to take another 10 seconds and praise God that you didn't die where you were. Can you say amen? Oh, my God. You better praise him. Come on. God didn't have to do what he did for you. He didn't have to bring you out of whatever you were in. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. And so now God sustains him. Amen. Through the widow. And he says to her, amen, can you imagine? Now she's preparing the last cake. Thank you, Lord. Now, Bo, if I came to your house and you got, what, four beautiful children and your wife there and I showed up and she's cooking the last supper. And I said, the Lord sent me here to eat the last meal. I see the way you looking right now. Is going to be hard for the prophet. <laughs> Hallelujah. I believe you'll give it up, but I'll also believe you'll say, I sure hope you're hearing from God. <laughs> Amen. And now, uh, just to be able to take this last meal from a widow in her son, come on now, he had to really obey God. And she had to really believe that he was a prophet of God. Woo! And you know what he said? Bake the first one for me. Because Matthew 6.33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things that you have need of shall be added unto you. How many know if you take care of God's business first, he'll always take care of yours? Come on, don't run out seeking wealth and seeking money, amen, and seeking power and position and seeking help. Seek God, and if you seek God, you'll get money, power, wealth, amen, in position. Y'all better hear me tonight. Tell your neighbor, go after God, amen. If you go after God, he'll open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you won't even have room enough to receive. Anybody still believe the Bible in here? My God, maybe you're down to your last dime. You've got more month than money. Come on, somebody. And you're saying, how in the world can I come out of this? But when you're down to nothing, God is up to something. Yeah. Woo. Big problem equals big miracles. Hallelujah. Hey, Amen. I thought about she gave up their last lunch. What about you said, now, Bishop, that's good, but that's Old Testament. Well, let's jump into the New Testament. What about the little lad with the lunch? <laughs> with two fishes and what? Five loaves of bread. And Jesus says, give it to me because little becomes much when you place it in the master's hand. Woo! And God says, if you're willing to give your little, I'll blow on it and I'll make it much. Amen, because he never asks you for something that you don't have. Can I say that again? 
He'll never ask you for nothing, amen, or something that you don't have. The widow that I even alluded to, I think, a few nights ago, what did he say? The prophet showed up and says, what do you have in your house? She says, all I've got is empty vessels. Okay, good. Because God starts with something that's in your house. I need you to look at your neighbor and tell him, you got enough to get started right now. You said, no, 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 wait a minute, Bishop. All I have is just a small, uh, no, 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 that's okay. God specializes in taking what's nothing and turning it into something. Amen. Uh, all I got is just a little. That's all God needs. Come on, somebody. Praise God. And you said, well, that's impossible. Oh, stop. Huh? Impossible is not in God's vocabulary. Come on. He says, with God, all things are possible. Can you say amen? Praise God. I don't know who God sent me for tonight but he's getting ready to work a miracle for somebody that's in this house. Your brook has dried up, amen, and look like all the resources are gone, but let me tell you something. The God that we serve, amen, we are a limited supply, but the God that we serve shall supply all of your needs according to your riches and glory, and I want you to praise God right now like every bill just got paid. Come on, somebody. Like your body just been healed. Like you just got delivered from whatever you need God to do. Woo! Tell somebody, welcome to a new season. Amen. Now, it hadn't rained for three years and six months, and I'm closing. But now, all of a sudden, the Bible says, amen, he hears a sound. Woo! Of the abundance of rain. Don't miss this, because this is important. If you're not careful... You'll stay so focused on what you see and not hear what you hear. Some of you sitting in here right now, your circumstances don't look good. You know, if you ever ask people, how are you doing? They said, well, under circumstances, oh, no. You're never to be under circumstances. You're to be over your circumstances. Under my circumstances, well, I'm doing pretty good. No, 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 no. What do you mean under your circumstances? You're over your circumstances. Praise God. And so now, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, amen, you have to realize that, listen, all around, all they see is what? Drought. Drought over everything around them has dried up. But what I'm hearing is a sound of rain. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. For we walk by faith and not by sight. What I see is a drought, but what I hear is rain. Come on, somebody. Somebody shout, I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. And people don't understand. Why are you shouting when you're in the midst of a dry season? Because I just heard God, amen, say that rain is coming. Good God, y'all better help me preach tonight. Somebody shout, I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. I don't care how dry it looks. I heard God say, revival is getting ready to hit this place. Somebody shout, rain is coming. Come on, all over the building, everybody's standing. Open up your mouth, amen, and praise God for rain. Don't you stop praising him. Come on. Come on. Come on. 
And Taylor noticed what he said. I just don't hear a sound, but I hear the sound of the abundance. Somebody shout abundance. Oh, I like that. Be seated, please. The word abundance comes from a Greek word, amen, Hooper Bowl. Sounds like the opposite of Super Bowl, but it's Hooper Bowl. It means throwing beyond. It means exceeding greatness. And it means more and more excellence. Woo! More and more exceeding excellence. Come on, somebody. Why don't you turn your confession up tonight and say, you know what? Amen. More and more in my relationship. More and more in my finances. More and more in my health. I'm walking in divine health. I'm confessing. I'm, amen. I'm whole and I'm healthy in the name of Jesus. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, I want to know what are you hearing tonight? No, 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 don't tell me what you're seeing. Well, I'm seeing, you know, the uptick in about 12 states in the United States, you know, of COVID-19. That's what I'm seeing. But what are you hearing? I'm hearing that I am the Lord thy God that healeth thee of all thine diseases. I'm hearing that that season is about to pass and I'm about to usher in a new season. Come on, somebody. Amen. I'm hearing that there's a shift in the spirit. I was preaching last night, positioning yourself to be blessed by God. And I told the, 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 the church to get ready for the shift. And, and about 20 minutes later, an earthquake hit our city. And it was a shift. Come on, somebody. Sounded like a bum. I didn't, I've never experienced nothing like that. I've, I've experienced maybe two earthquakes, you know, maybe three. You know, one, you know, I wouldn't save. As, as my brother said, I wouldn't save because I had earthquakes all the time then. <laughs> Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Some of y'all been so high, you thought you was the earthquake. Hallelujah. <laughs> but I never heard a sound that came with it. Last night it sounded like a bomb. Boom. I thought, man, I, I didn't know, I didn't know what had happened. I looked to the side, you know, and I just I was in my office and there was only two people uh, left in the building, a retired police officer, and he called me, and when the police get scared, you got a problem. <laughs> Police and the prophet. Come on, somebody. And, and, and I heard this explosion, and I had just come out the restroom, Bo. And, 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 you know, can you imagine coming out the restroom and hearing an explosion? I turned around. I had to go back to the restroom. Come on. Y'all figure that one <laughs> Y'all figure that one out. Because <laughs> if you heard what I heard last night, you would be going back to the restroom, too. You all right, bro, man? <laughs> he like, I feel you. <laughs> But you know what? There was a shifting in the earth. The Bible says, first the natural. Come on, y'all. Walk with me in the scripture. First the natural. Then the spirit. Oh, good God. Tell somebody, get ready for the shift. I came to drop a bomb on this church tonight. Get ready for the shift. 
Stop looking at what you're seeing and start rejoicing about what you're hearing. Woo, good God, I feel it here tonight. Come on, somebody. I hear revival in my spirit. I hear my children are going to be saved. I hear finances are coming. Amen. I hear that God's about to open windows from heaven. I hear that somebody's about to get healed and delivered by the power of God. Woo. Ask your neighbor, what are you listening to? What are you hearing? Praise God. It's important, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters. Amen. Tell somebody, hold on, rain is coming. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Now, don't miss this. Don't miss this. This is important. This is fresh from heaven, fresh manna from heaven. Now, when the clock strikes 12, 12.01, it's morning. Now, wait a minute. It's still dark outside. But, baby, it's still morning. People are still asleep. But it's still morning. Can you say amen? My God, are y'all hearing what? The sun has not come up yet, but it's still morning. And just because you're going through a dark season in your life, I want you to declare, it's morning time. Can you say amen? Dry your tears, wipe your eyes, and tell the devil that season is over. I've cried my last tear yesterday. Woo, come on, Charlie. Come on, help us. My God, I feel deliverance in this house. Woo! Hallelujah. I know what you see, but what are you hearing? Amen. I know in, the, in, in, in biblical times, prophets were called seers. That was another name for a prophet. But in order to see, some, some see well, but they don't hear well. Great prophets hear well. Amen. Because you don't know what to say if you're not hearing the right thing. Now, in the midst of drought, he kept saying, I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. Then he sends out his servant and says, tell me, what do you see? Come on, somebody. Amen. Jerry, can you just be the servant tonight? He's a tired servant, but he's a servant. <laughs> I need you to just run over there and tell me what you see. <laughs> Go again. Go again. Wait a minute. Stop right there. Faith, real faith, keeps going back again. And just because I don't see it, but I keep hearing God say, try it one more time. Go one more time. What? I see a clown. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Now, wait a minute. It's little, but it's loaded. Come on, somebody. Amen. My God, can somebody praise God for the little right now? 
It may not be a big breakthrough, but I praise him for a little breakthrough. Come here, sister. Come here, give me a high five for the little breakthrough. Can you say amen? Come on, let's praise God for the little breakthrough. And just because it didn't happen the first time, God says, go back again. And pastor, this time, it's going to work. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Come here, Peter. I know you've been toiling all night long, and you've caught nothing. And you're washing your nets. And you're ready to call it a day. But faith says, cast your net. Oh, good God, I feel the anointing on the other side. This is a direct word for you tonight. But let me tell you, the Bible says that Jesus tells Peter to let down his nets, plural, not singular, N-E-T-S. And Peter let down his net, singular. Read it, Luke chapter 5. Jesus says, let down your nets, all of them. But Peter only let down one net. And then there were so many fish that filled that net that he had to beckon for his friends. Come on. Amen. Because God says, what's coming, one man won't be able to hold it. That's what I didn't get to last night in the Bible class. See, you ain't blessed until you can be a blessing to someone else. Can you say amen? Can I prophesy over somebody in this house that the next blessing that's coming to you is going to be so big that you won't be able to contain it on your own? You're going to have to have some help to carry this one. But he told me to tell you, don't be afraid to try it again. Don't wash your nets now. Because God says, this time it's going to work. I know you've been going because faith said keep on going back. But God gives you a sign and a signal of a man's hand. It's small, but learn to praise God into, in stages. Lord, I thank you for the little. Because where there's a little, there's a lot coming. Monday! I need somebody to pray. Oh, my God. Praise him right now for the little. Woo! Because this time, it's going to work. While she's preparing to sing, there's at least 25 of y'all in here right now, if not more. God told me to pronounce a new season over your life. He says, your drought is over. Bishop, how could you say that? I'm still working at the same job. I'm still doing the same thing. No, there's some things that's coming to an end. Because God says, you've been faithful where you are. And because you've been faithful, now I'm getting ready to show myself mighty on your behalf. You in this room tonight while she's singing, I want you to start walking. My dry season is over. Come on, come on. Line up across here. Just stand across here all the way around. Stand across. Come on, come on, come on. This is a serious altar call. Your dry season is over.
Come on. Your dry season is over.